0: Philip Fehrlinger is Upstock's co-CEO and also the co-founder of Xero. and with us now. Hi, Philip. Hey, how's it going? I'm well, thank you. But I tell you what, I'm actually surprised to hear that until recently, the hospital sector was ordering with pen and paper. Were you surprised? Um,
1: No, I think that it, you know, it served them well enough for a long time and they didn't have a real motivation or an incentive to change. And it's been, you know, I I think it's long overdue, but uh, I can see why there might have been just um, a little bit of resistance. But now we're seeing it completely changing overnight.
0: Uh, So how does the app work?
1: So it's a free app for wholesale ordering, and it's basically like e-commerce for wholesale. It makes ordering from suppliers super easy. It reduces errors to almost zero and reduces food waste. It saves businesses hours um, every single day. So most people are familiar with e-commerce. You go to a site, you see all the products that are available, you order what you need with a few taps. In hospitality, they use e-commerce for selling to customers, but when it comes to buying from suppliers, every cafe, restaurant, and bar um, does their wholesale supplies by writing things down on paper, ringing up suppliers, leaving voicemails sending texts, it's all different, emailing around spreadsheets, it's insane. They, there are even some people who still literally use fax machines. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's long overdue for the industry to adopt online tech. And they are now, it's happening fast, yeah. and which is great because now with the impact of COVID, especially on hospital, they really have to find ways to reduce costs while doing less work.
0: And so, um obviously well, one of the things is if you're writing things down and then you 're faxing them, which is a point that I think you've made twelve twelve Chardonnay could mean you might be saying twelve bottles, but next minute you've got twelve cases turning up so how exactly. much wa- yeah how much wastage was going on
1: um There's one uh, fruit and produce company in Auckland that told us they're doing two million dollars a year in in wastage. Uh. So it's pretty significant.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, You guys did a capital raise uh, during Level 4 lockdown, which I imagine was quite a brave thing to do. And you were completely oversubscribed and raised $3.5 million. Did that surprise you?
1: Um, Yes and no. Uh, There was a really big rally around HOSPO to help HOSPO survive during lockdown um, because everyone wants to make sure their favourite place stays open. Uh, But as I said, there's also this surge in tech adoption, especially in HOSPO. So once investors saw that, you could see why there'd be enthusiasm. And then, with our team's experience and track record of building software that people love, millions of people all over the world use, that's um, had a huge impact on small businesses. That made our team extremely attractive to investors.
0: And why did you decide to do it while we were in level four?
1: Well, we saw the writing on the wall in January. We were kind of, you know, planning and uh, putting together our strategy for the year. And it felt like there's a storm coming and that we better, you know, get ready to weather the storm. Um, And so that's when we started looking into raising uh, external. We were we were going to put more money into it ourselves than we did. Um, And uh, but we were planning on postponing or, you know, raising external money later on. Yeah. And um, but when when the headlines started getting dark and stormy, we decided we need to accelerate that and raise money now. And so now we've got several years of runway. We can easily weather the storm and uh, get the business off the ground. And we're we're in a really good position.
0: Um, Philip, do you, do you think this is something that other people can uh, other businesses can learn from your business to, to take a risk and be a little bit fearless?
1: Yeah. I mean, my philosophy has always been dream big, but start small. Um, I started my first business in 1994 during a recession. And uh, my first client was actually the Beastie Boys. And they were my favorite band. That project was my wildest dream come true. And so everything I do, the first question I ask myself is, what's the ultimate dream come true? And I think to myself, somebody's got to do it, so why not me? And the trick is, I think... Thinking big and starting small, break things down into small problems that are easy to solve, but constantly visualizing that ultimate dream come true.
0: Philip, how did you get the Beastie Boys as a client?
1: Um, Well, I emailed a kid. He had made a fan site uh, for the Beastie Boys. It was one of the very first websites on the Internet. And um, I had this idea. I said, hey, I'd love to get you involved and work work together and collaborate with you. Ironically, actually, before that, I went to their record label. I went to Capitol uh, Capitol Records and showed them this idea that I had for online music stores and and, uh, interactive music videos. And they completely laughed me out of the building and said, we sell CDs. What are you doing with computers? We have nothing to do with computers. So ironically, this kid in in mid-America was doing a fan site. And he said, actually, the Beastie Boys were just at my house you have anything you can send me? I sent him a sample, a demo of what I was talking about, and they were blown away and immediately hired me.